All right. Let's... <laughs> Amber! <laughs> Sorry, what, what game are we playing today? <laughs> what the heck? What the heck's going on? Okay, uh, and you guys... Karen, you got notes? or uh, No, or, I didn't no, write notes You didn't time. even take notes. No. Boy, we're in trouble now. What? <laughs> what happened? At least we have, like, all of us who are in the same scene together are here right now. That's yes. true. We, the three of us are together. Katie's off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We were talking or working with Merlin. Yep. To what end? No. To convince him to help us fight or fix Amber or fix the chaos thing or I <laughs> I got no idea. Wow. Okay, let me refresh. Yeah. Let me, the the, oh, yeah. My only note was um, Lynch trying to seduce Tycho, but it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I tried real hard. <laughs> So you know, I, I definitely yes. We were working with the chaos, or they were. They were talking. Yeah, to the chaos people. I was not. I was pulled in after. And and do you remember the names of the Chaosians and any information about them? Lintra and Mandor. Okay. And then what and happened with Sorrel and Mandor? They were going to go off and and do something. I think having to do with Trump. Yep. And so they were like. You guys, you leave us alone, and so I did. And then somehow Lynch thought that meant like, well, that means we gotta do something. And it's like, no, I, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. So Mandor, um, who is the gentleman with the three kind of silver metallic ball things, whatever, he actually uh, created a trump of Sorrel, and that was sort of in exchange for, of the trump that you had given, uh, or he had given you. Right. So it was sort of the the idea that here is Trump, you know, this this powerful means of communication, um, uh, you know, basically kind of traded. But importantly, and uh, um, what they had asked of you is whether or not you could pass on a missive to your mother. Right. The Lady Moira or Queen Moira of, of Rebma. Do you remember this? Yeah, I vaguely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was, I was a part of that. It's kind of an important detail. It sort of sets the scene for the whole reason why the Trumps were necessary, you know, to begin with, yeah. right? So there was that agreement that you guys would at least pass the message on. Um, and uh, the other uh, thing that happened while... Um, while uh, Mandor was uh, essentially... T- um, you know, uh, uh, creating the Trump of Sorrel, uh, he seemed to be able to detect that Sorrel, that you weren't attuned to the pattern. And you had a little side conversation which hinted at, you know, would there be any interest in pursuing your other heritage type of thing? And that was sort of left up in the open. And I believe you kind of said something to the effect like, I'll keep it in mind. That's very interesting. Um, and in fact, I believe you had put some conditions on, 
under them to kind of say, under no circumstances will you take a trump of my brother, but it's okay to take a trump of me. I will be the sacrificial guinea pig, so to speak. Okay. Um, and protective streak coming to the, the Sorrel's front. protective streak, absolutely. And it, there, there also, I think, was the implication that yes, you had not attuned to the pattern, but Tycho had, and you didn't understand what that meant by way of ramifications for Tycho. So you also didn't sort of offer anything up on on his behalf right you're basically just saying you know it's something that you would take on and then of course Dwan, yes. you're absolutely right sort of a, the retro scene we had a you know alpha's failed attempt at uh you know not so subtle seduction which failed utterly <laughs> but uh you know it, it, that that was all part of it now cassandra you also mentioned uh making a deal with merlin yes and, and do you happen to recall what it was about it was actually very specific. I think we were getting about the, 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 the whatever. Jewel of the, Judgment. The, the Jewel of Judgment, yes. Right, okay. So the agreement um, that, and, 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 you know, you said, it, there, there's kind of two things overall. Uh, he, he was talking about chaos is sort of interested in finding him. Um and he didn't really necessarily say what for, right. but he basically explicitly said is like, I'm not interested in being a pawn. Right. And you guys pretty much, you know, echoed the same sentiment, right? right. And Cyril, I think you even said, you know, I, I think I'm look I'm not necessarily looking for vengeance, but I want something of my own. I want to come into my own, be able to, you know, stand on my own right and, and maybe make that our means own decisions. make your own decisions, you know, not be manipulated by everyone else type of yep. thing and you know is there a way that you can gain back some of of the influence and, and power that you have so you can stand on your own right and to that <laughs> end um cassandra you kind of talked about the jewel of judgment right right and you had asked merlin you know would he be willing to help you guys kind of find it mm-hmm. were you guys okay of being a sort of like you know block of allies who maybe are not on you know the the same side as what's happening in the courts or what's happening in amber type of thing you're sort of forming your own little power block so to speak um and then he said fine i will do it but my price is that you will you will take me to the pattern okay so explicitly he's making a condition that if he helps you retrieve the jewel of judgment, we have to give, you have to take, take him, him to the, the pattern. pattern. Okay, that's okay. Fine. And I agree to this, right? Or we agree to this. Yeah, and, and and tell me now if you guys don't agree, because obviously that changes the discussion. But I think we already agreed, didn't we? Uh, it was my understanding. Okay, then the I other change that yeah. Yeah, yeah i know the other thing that happened of course was astrid was often in shadow and uh was gathered at this location called the uh, keep of four worlds which seemed to be the convergence of at least four maybe major shadows there seemed to be um a an accumulation of forces that um, presumably are arrayed against Amber, um, and and one of the things that Astrid seemed to be quite successful at doing, and uh, leveraging her dragon, um, is under the banner of the Silver Hand, which of course is the hand of Oberon. Mm-hmm. She seems to be 
acting as if she is some sort of commander or general of these troops. Now, it so happens that the commander, the Lady General Jazra, is the commander in charge of the the Keep of the Four Worlds. And there was a bit of a, what are you doing at my place? Why did you pull this surprise inspection? Why aren't you telling me what's going on in the front type of thing? And and Astrid kind of bluffed her way through a lot of it actually quite well. She was discovered that she wasn't like something was about to happen. Well, yeah, yes. exactly. And, and, and so I, with that, I think I think I'm gonna you know jump into you know really what what happened as part of the end scene is uh, after they had their little kind of pissing contest mm-hmm. and kind of you know they weren't really establishing that I'm better than you or I'm commanding of you. It's more like let's agree to not have a cat yes. fight right you know we're here and we can maybe be allies maybe we talk about grand strategy all that kind of stuff and then um uh, lady jazra offered you know would she like to partake of of, of some time to rest and to meditate yeah. and then so she went off and, and to rest and meditate and um while that happened Cassandra and uh, Merlin and, and the rest of you, uh, you actually were talking to Ghost, right? Who was right. with Merlin. And Ghost seems to be this construct who has this... Yes, and I have an agreement with Ghost. Oh, right. That's true. Yes. And I know Ghost. Yeah, you know Ghost. And, and Ghost, at, at least, you know, you can't really tell exactly what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that, you know, maybe Merlin is his creator type right. of thing. Um, but also that Ghost seems to have the ability to shift Trumps very, very quickly. Yeah, and right? he's going to teach me. How and to he's going to teach you how to do some Trump, okay? So then uh, Merlin sent... And I'm uh, protecting Ghost from Merlin. Right. Merlin also sent Ghost off to go find Astrid. And then uh, Ghost did find Astrid as she was actually starting to meditate and to, to kind of rest. And so then what happened, and that this is sort of where we'll uh, have to come into the scene, we'll need Katie for it, um, is that uh, Astrid uh, was starting to manipulate some of the energies that seemed to be flowing through the area where she was located. Mm-hmm. And so the entire Keep of the Four Worlds, at least where she was, seemed to be saturated with hyper-intense, very um, potent magical or sorceress energy. And so she basically pulled some of that energy in order to, you know, help with, uh, you know, giving herself a bit of a protective bubble and things like that. And, you know, it was at that moment that Ghost kind of appeared on the scene and then apparently Jazra was also coming and presumably like emanating like anger and in a sense of, you know, Astrid had done something, you know, and, and, you know, basically really mad at at that whole thing and uh, was coming there. And then Ghost was like, oh my gosh, you know, she's coming around the corner. She's really powerful. What's going to happen? And then we kind of cut to the scene. And Katie's not on yet. Right. Which is fair. Um, So... Um, what I'd like to do, maybe we can, you know, this doesn't have to be a rewind, but let's kind of continue some of the discussion um, that you have with Merlin um, and, and just see where that goes. And then, um, you know, if, if Katie doesn't show, then, you know, I can take things in a slightly different direction. So Merlin is, uh, you know, uh, basically there offering drinks to you guys. There's kind of champagne. There's uh, there's other drinks as well. 
Um, and did you, is Merlin aware that you guys were in discussions or contact with folks from Chaos? We mentioned over the call that we had some friends of his around to give him a tip-off that they were there, but I don't think we've discussed exactly who showed up. So, I can't remember if we had that conversation. Well, since we um, are apparently blood relatives, you know, sharing that kind of, uh, you know, I guess it's what, XY chromosome or whatever, you know, I, I don't even know how that really works, but, you know, something coming from a good old dad. Um, those uh, members of, 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 you said the courts of chaos, did they even use that term? Yes, they, or they introduced themselves as acting on behalf of chaos. Would you... Um, they didn't happen to, you know, drop any names or anything, did they? Mandor and Lintra. Did those names sound familiar to you? Mandor and Lintra, eh? Yes. I yeah, huh? Yeah, I I I, th- I, I think I've heard the name before. Um, what, what can you tell us about them? Oh, oh, they're um. Well, Lintra. Um, she's kind of, uh, you know, known as a little bit of a hothead and, uh, you know, likes to kind of lead troops in the battle and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, she kind of goes off without really thinking, is kind of impulsive, but, you know, she usually gets what she wants. So, uh, you know, like that, that's, you know, and, and that's just, just really by uh, reputation. It. Did you kind of get that sense as well? Like, uh, you know, or? She definitely seemed like more the martial type. Uh. We didn't have any particular reason to set her off that at the time, but that sounds like that's probably a good thing. Yep. And and uh, who is the other guy? Manduk? Mandor. Mandor. Yeah. Yeah. Mandor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, it's probably, yeah, minor noble, you know, that, that sort of thing. He, you know, what, 32nd in line to the throne. I, I, I'm sure he's he's not of much uh, consequence. I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't sound too convincing, if that's the way he's saying it. <laughs> <laughs> what? They wanted to send a message to our mother, mine and Tycho's. Uh... Okay. And, and and let's just be clear. Who is that? Because if I find out that your father and my mother is the same person, I I mean, I I I I think my head's going to explode. Like I I don't even I don't even know if I want to hear this. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, our mother is the queen of Redma, Mor- <sighs> Moira. He lets out this profound, wow, well, like that's kind of moving up in the world, I guess. Uh, what? I, I suppose. I guess old dad just really likes to get around, eh? Apparently. And who's your mother? Oh, uh, you know, um, she's just, you know, it's, Probably, well, I don't know. She's like p- part of old family, you know, in the courts. Like, I, I mean, you wouldn't really know who she is, and so. Well, what's her name? Uh, 
you know, what's in the name? <laughs> well, why don't you want to tell us? You, you seem to be just like, um, I think you know more about Mandor than you're saying, and now you won't talk about your mother, so they must be people of importance, and you don't want us to know, but why? Well, uh, you know, it's... uh, If we're going to work together, you have to tell the truth. Like the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help me, whatever? Well, if you want to do it in a legal way, sure. You know, sometimes legal is good, right? It it kind of sets a framework and, and it kind of, you know, gives both parties mutually satisfactory kind of... A way of kind of looking at things like yeah like what what kind of framework that could bind us so that we would operate in the spirit of mutual cooperation we could write up a contract would you like that you know what i'm not really one for contracts you on the other hand look like you would just love contracts like do you want to write that up like and you know what like how would you even enforce it like what happens if one of us kind of you know decides oh you know i don't like this subclause <laughs> i'm not writing up a contract unless that's what you want but i can guarantee Sorrel you here has been very upfront and you are wishy-washy when it comes to your family yeah but you know what this might be, and sorry to say this, sis, a bit of a character flaw. Like, <laughs> I've never really met an Amberite or other members of the Courts of Chaos that much to be as free with information as you seem to be. Like, when you met these, you know, Manduck and, and, and whatever, Lintra, whatever, like, were you just like, oh, yeah. You know, I hang out in Amber and, you know, the West Gate is open. Like, do, do you, do, is that kind of how you approach things? I've said nothing of the kind to them. Okay. I don't know that it makes much of a difference. I'm not sure how well we disguised ourselves as simply being from Redmond. Okay, cool. So they didn't know you were Amberites or what, do you think that that was just really clear to them? Because it might make a difference. I think it was fairly obvious, but I don't have a guarantee one way or the other. And Tycho, you're being awfully quiet. Do you always let, like, Sorohill do all the talking for you? Oh, am I supposed to be in this room? I thought I was with Lintra at this time. No, we're all together with Merlin. Yeah, no, Lintra was back at, unless you want to retcon what happened with Lintra... I, I mean, nope. I'm okay for I'm that. <laughs> now, you, you guys are trumped over to Merlin's location, so this is kind of in Merlin's Never Never Land, wherever you want to call it, the Matrix. Wasn't it like just okay. a white room with very basic furniture? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Red pill, white pill, or yeah. blue pill, whatever yeah. the heck it's called. Yeah, I can't even know my, my own stupid illusions. <clears throat> so you do only seem to let Searle speak for you. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Strong, silent type. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Carry a big stick. We will swap roles. Okay. All right. Carry a big stick, eh? That's your motto. Yeah. <sighs> really? Can I see nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. So. So it sounds like you had a, a good conversation there. Yeah. That's good. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. You you seem to like talking a lot. Well, you know. What is what exactly is your deal? What's my deal? Well, I'm Corwin's yeah. son, of course. You know, it sort of comes with the blood. I, I mean, I thought the guy he liked to kind of talk about himself. Why does that matter? Like, who is Corwin that that That's... you feel that that defines you? Well, it it kind of defines me. I mean, I, the, he's only nine princes in amber, and one of the you know ones that's kind of on the side of being really close to the throne. Yeah, you know, kind of. Don't don't these things matter in your little world? Have you ever met Corwin? Uh, well, you could say that you know we had some you know exchanges, and uh, you know he, he seemed seemed all right. Um, but uh, when's the last time you saw him? Uh, well, um, let's just say, um, it wasn't that long ago, um, and apparently he had been kind of waylaid, um, and, uh, held in, um, in shadow somewhere, and, uh, he was basically just trying to get lost, not, not find himself in that same location, um, I, I got the sense that he wasn't particularly happy with, you know, the way things are right now, you know, kind of King Eric, that kind of thing. And so I got the sense that he was going about his busy ways to see what he could do about the situation. But it wasn't like, you know, son, why don't you come help me overthrow the throne of Amber? I'm not and, asking that. I was asking when you last saw him. You haven't given me a time frame other than relatively. So had he just been rescued from a tower? Okay, well, first, since I didn't really know that he had been rescued, uh, I suppose, and I didn't know that there was a tower, so I guess he must have been imprisoned in a tower. Uh, yes, we rescued him. Oh, but then that we we had rescued him, and then see that Merlin, you're learning new stuff all the time. It's yeah. incredible, you know. Like I mean, you know, with Sorrel, I would just have to sit here, and she would give me half of the information. But then he disappeared, uh, and I didn't even have to work for anything. But now, oh, that well, I, he disappeared, so that he could maybe pay a visit to good old Merlin. You know. See how things are going. How, how, how are you doing with the grades, son? You keeping up that 4.0 GPA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy, great guy. Well, what, he didn't seem to even know he had a son when we met him. He was surprised about... Wasn't he surprised about you guys being his children? Well, he, he said he was, but what's that worth? Yeah, that's true. He is an Amberite. Now we're talking... We're definitely talking. Just saying, it didn't seem like he knew had he knew he had any children. Okay. Well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So, is there a plan that we got going over here? So, well, we know. I think you were trying to find um, Astrid. Well, so Ghost I is trying, wasn't. Well, Ghost Ghost is trying, trying to find Astrid, so I guess he's having a little bit of trouble finding her. But And we, she's the dragon rider, yes. crazy egomaniac. Well, I don't know if she's an egomaniac, but she, she does think Certainly highly of sounded herself. like it. I mean, she's very high on herself, yes. She thinks she's very special. Um, 
Is she's she? the one who put the arm on her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sawed off her own arm so that she could plunk on this, like, legendary artifact? Yes. What the heck? I know, right? You guys. And then, um, so, but we were going to look for the Jewel of Judgment, and we know that Oberon was the last I person like to have it. I like Cassandra. How <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, and by the way, we're going to go look for the Jewel of Judgment. You know, it's a little Sunday stroll. No problem. Well, that's what our plan was. Is I'm not saying that it's a strong. Well, no, 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 no. Sorry. I mean, there's a difference between plan, strategy, and objectives. Your objective is to locate the Jewel of Judgment, which arguably is the most sought-after item of power in the entire multiverse, just, you know, just while we're kind of categorizing things. And then, you know, the plan... It, or maybe that's the strategy, I don't know, is kind of how you go about finding... Well, I was telling you what the objective was. I wasn't telling well, it you was, the I plan. had already agreed to what the objective is. Well, you said... So anyway, Are you sure you're a lawyer? Okay, first of all, you didn't let me finish talking. That's because Tycho says, I t- like talking. I like Apparently, talking a lot. yes. So the objective is that we find the Jewel of Judgment, and the last person we know who had the Jewel of Judgment was Oberon, and it's in his eye socket. So that is the information we have, but we don't know where Oberon went after we left the pattern, because he left the pattern too. But this Astrid person... Took took, the arm. Took his arm. So she has the arm, but you guys don't have the eye. Correct. And then Sigrun took his spear. What, what, wait a second. Who's, Sigrun seemed to who, try to kill Oberon. Wait, wait, we didn't even talk about Sigrun. Who the heck is Sigrun? Oh, she's another cousin. She's Deirdre's Sigrun daughter. Sigrun is the one cousin who wasn't raised with us, so yes. we know less about her than Oh, so other. she might be civilized? No. No. She's like a Vikings. Have you heard of the Vikings? Yeah, she's like, uh, a Viking. mi- like Minnesota, the football team. No, 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 no. Vikings from like earth like where they were in the boats and they fought all the time yeah like raiding the coasts and yes. that kind of thing they she got, was raised as a they, viking they have beards and they, well she doesn't have a beard because she's she's a female okay yeah I, I don't know if i could deal with the female and the beard thing but whatever <laughs> yeah and and there was ikea in there somewhere right i don't know if there was an ikea in her life in her shadow i don't know she was raised by deirdre oh Deirdre protected her. <clears throat> and um, But she seemed to be killing Oberon and she disappeared with his spear. Sigrun? Okay, wow. You know, you so guys just don't do anything we, in we, half measures, we do you? We don't trust her at all. She's certainly the wild card. Yep. Oh, well, that's for sure. We, we need some <clears throat> explaining from her. So, does Sigrun know... About me? No. We haven't spoken to her since she disappeared. Is there a way that we can keep it that way? Sure. Because if she's like crazed barbarian warrior princess, Viking, well, (laughs) I was giving her the benefit of the doubt. Viking chick. Okay. You know, like if I ever meet her, you understand that that's what I'm going to start with, right? (laughs) And I'm going to say, Cassandra introduced us and she said Viking chick. 
So okay, Viking <clears throat> warrior. No, 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 no. We're, we're we're going with Viking chick. Okay, okay, She's because because I like that. It's kind of colloquial. <laughs> it's it's re- very very pointed and interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I and I figure if. I, if she does manage to track me down, I, I guess I just... She can't. doesn't even know you exist, exactly. so it's not like she's going to track exactly. you down. Exactly. We want to keep it that way, She would only we? track you down <clears throat> if she tracked us down. And would she be... What's, let's say, the probability of her wanting to track you down? I don't know, because I don't know what her purpose was in trying to kill Oberon. <laughs> she scares me, guys. <laughs> she sounds really scary. And you say she's Deidre's daughter? Yes. And Deidre's basically Viking warrior queen princess chick, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. She certainly looked it when we met her. Oh, gods help us. That's probably why she chose... That's probably why she chose a Viking shadow. Because <sighs> that matched her likes. Her- her outlook? Her outlook in life. Is she in, like, you know, all this Twilight of the Gods Ragnarok bullshit? Probably, yeah. Oh, so she's a fatalist. Mm, probably. Great. But Katie might not be like it. Oh, jeez. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah, she just, she just put that in the. Okay. Well, what am I going to do? <laughs> do we want to call it here for now? And then when we have more people, try again? Yeah. Not really, god damn it. <laughs> we could we could pretend that Ghost can't find Astrid and then continue when Katie No no we, we let well okay it, it's up to you guys. I can like Katie's on her own, Sigrun's on her own. Right. So it's completely fine. Like I, I had some coordination that I wanted to do with timelines and stuff yeah. to, to kind of mix things up as as I am want to do. Yeah. But you guys are actually all together, so that is a perfect opportunity yeah. to continue. So I'm up for it if you guys are. Sure. Okay. I'm and fine. and, I, and yeah. I figure we're here. So yeah, yeah okay. So we'll just go on the Jewel of Judgment path instead of the Astrid path at the moment. Okay. Cassandra, you get a pulse of Trump. Okay, I I want to concentrate on the pulse. Can I tell who it is? It is not allowing you to look beyond the the trump itself there is a strong and disciplined will that is definitely reaching out um and is blocking such attempts at scrying okay can i open the 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 can i open it slightly and see who it is you can but if you do you allow connection are you willing to allow it to connect well, I, I just want to see who it is briefly, and then if it's not someone I want to talk to, close it. Okay. Easier said than done. Once the connection is made, you've made a psychic link. and that Yeah, that's fine, but I can try and... and okay. okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just yeah. giving you information. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I close my eyes because I don't want them to see where I am. Okay, that's good. And I blank out everything that's currently going on so that they can't read anything that I'm doing. Princess Cassandra. Who is this? It's Kane. Oh, hi, Uncle Kane. Hello, niece. I was just 
thinking that it might be a good time for a little catch-up, seeing that you have been um, out and about. Is now a good time? Where do you want to meet? Um, well, I am sort of indisposed at the moment as there's many things going on. Why? Where are you? Um, not somewhere I'd like you to come. Okay, we can play it that way as well. That's exactly what I would have done, by the way, so congratulations on your caution. Um, You're not... uh, Well, let me ask you this. Is your intent to stay in the field? Possibly. Don't know what my intent is yet. Well, you and I had an arrangement that you were to be a source of information on the outside of the Golden Circle and the primary reach of Amber so that we might understand other connections and happenings and goings on. Okay, so if you're indisposed right now, well, when would you like to meet? And then we can discuss the information you're looking for. What I was really trying to say, Cassandra, is that it would be inconvenient for me to travel physically at this point in time okay. in order to meet with you. This is one of the benefits of Trump. Yes. It crosses time and distance and allows meaningful conversation yes. without the need to be face-to-face. Correct. Are you saying that you would prefer to meet face-to-face? So we don't need... So you just want information. What information would you like? I just want to have a conversation, Cassandra. Okay. Well, ask your questions. I'm here. I, well, let, maybe, let, let's start again, shall we? Okay. Do you want me to come to you? Not at this time, no. We can have a conversation. So just essentially, like are. you are in the same situation. Yes, I am indisposed Indisposed, indisposed and not in a amenable to travel Correct. at this particular point in time. Correct. Okay. Well, then I think we've established that. Yes. All right. So you and I, getting back to the subject of the matter, had an agreement in principle. I wouldn't turn you in directly to King Eric for fear of him being more aware of your true intense loyalties and abilities in exchange for information as to the goings on outside of the circle. Okay. Yes, that was our agreement. All right. Well, then... Do you have a specific question? Or do you just want me to tell you everything that I have experienced? I'm looking for your educated and informed perspectives as to what is happening. Let's say it is a mechanism for me to validate other sources of information, and I'd like to corroborate them with what you may be seeing on your end. Okay. Well, um... Four of us walked the pattern. Yes. So we have walked the pattern. Only Sorrel did not. Ah, now that is interesting. Yep. So Um, then Tycho, yourself, Astrid, and the, what's her name again? If you don't know her name, I'm not going to tell it to you. The, 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 Sigrun. 
Yes. Okay, you four. Yes. You walk the pattern, yes. Yes. We found somebody we thought was dead in the center of the pattern. Wait. Okay, very interesting. Not sure who it was, though. Wait, 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 wait. This is very, (laughs) very important. Can you advise where you walked the pattern? Because I have very good information networks within Amber itself, and I can assure you no attempt was made in Amber to walk the pattern. Oh, we didn't walk the pattern in Amber. You didn't. So where, pray tell, did you walk the pattern? Are there not two other locations of the pattern? One of those. Was it wet? I don't wish to tell you which pattern I walked. All right. They're all the same. I can absolutely assure you that they are not. Well, they're all copies of each other. All right. Keep on going. Okay, so there was somebody in a coffin in the center of the pattern. This never bodes well. We weren't sure who it was, but I think it's somebody of some importance from Amber. Okay. There are people of importance, and there are people of importance. The second one, people of importance. Right. So then who was it? Somebody who's been missing for a while. Benedict? Brand? Corwin? We're running out of names here. Well, if you can't guess, that's fine. I'm not sure who it was. Male, though. Older. Um, Of the immediate generation? Is the immediate generation your generation? Let's say I'm in the intermediate line of succession. So what would be above the intermediate, the advanced line of succession? Well, I would call it more the primary. How far up on the family tree are we talking about? Very high. Okay. So you located Lord Oberon. Possibly. The true and rightful king of Amber. Yes whose current whereabouts are unknown and thus precipitating the crisis for the crown and potentially a civil war between the princes and princesses? Yes. You didn't think that this might be a salient piece of information? Anyways, you know what? You figured it out. Uh, Of course I figured it out. Anyways... He had a spear in him, on his in his side. Sigrun took the spear and put in her Corwin's sword. <laughs> so it looked like she tried to kill him. We had to leave the center of the pattern. And we weren't able to... I tried to bring Oberon with me, but he did not come with me. So I believe he is, he is still, still alive. still missing, but maybe alive. I believe he is alive. Anything else? Not that that one seemed to be insignificant in any way. Astrid seems to be leading an army in the... Some I don't know what's going on with her. She was riding a dragon and with, there was an army in the world of 
four corners or whatever it's called. The Keep of Four Worlds? Yeah, the Keep of Four Worlds. Interesting. But I don't really know what she's up to. And you said leading an army. She seemed to be. The Keep is so far into shadow and is entirely controlled by chaos. It sounds like she may be working for them. I don't think she is. What would explain her being in the heart of their military? I don't know. I haven't spoken to her for a while. We're trying to reach her, but she hasn't been responding. Do you trust her? Where do you feel that she sits in relation to what is happening now? Our current situation. She seemed to be aligned to us when we were with her. But her path has diverged. And she has been behaving strangely. Well, I was right about you. And I also mean you as in your cousins as well. You, where you seem to go, things of import and significance seem to happen. So, okay. Anything else? That's all I have at the moment. All right, let me then be a fair advisor and let me quid pro quo. We are barely managing to hold off the forces of chaos. We think that we have managed to create a standstill that stops at the Golden Circle worlds. Golden Circle is the adjacent immediate yeah. shadows the to The closest Amber. shadows, yeah. Right. And and they're, they're shadows of a very significant import. Beyond there, you start to move into true shadow where things are malleable. Yeah. There is some react like Rebma, for example, mm-hmm. which holds one of the one of the patterns, is part of the golden circle. And so at this point, perhaps due to the protections of the unicorn, the presence of the pattern and of course king eric's royal royal forces we are managing to hold the chaosians at bay but their forces seem to continue to multiply and whatever is facilitating their passage through shadow seems to be multiplying and expanding and we do not know its source we do not know where it begins or whether or not it can be slowed down by analogy it is a supply train that you're talking about the black rope yes i guess i am so whatever has caused them is either continuing to be empowered by whatever is the source of the roads Mm -hmm. and it enables quicker movement of chaos through shadow enabling them to reinforce in ways that we cannot we are in a holding pattern but we are on the defensive and of course benedict is nowhere to be seen if we could find him 
then his skill at arms and warfare and strategy might give us the edge we need to break out. But even then, we don't have the numbers. We only have the positioning and the high ground. So, so are you asking me to find Benedict? I will not suggest a specific course of action. I think, as I said, you are at the crux. You and your cousins are at the crux of something or many things. And whether you pursue Benedict, you pursue Oberon, or you pursue Astrid and perhaps prevent her from joining the forces of chaos. All of these things will have significant impact on our capabilities here in Amber. I, you're right, Cassandra, in our current position, we are under siege. And right now you are on the outside behind enemy lines. So if you are committed and loyal to the crown, then whatever actions you feel can be leveraged to give us an opening, an advantage, or weaken the enemy. All of these things will help. We are doing what we can. And when you we say we... Me and my cousins. But not Astrid. Astrid isn't with us at the moment. Neither is Sigmund. We can't speak for Astrid. No, we can't speak for Astrid. Wait. Um, Tycho, are you actually vocalizing and joining in yeah. on it? Can they sure. hear? They can't unless you allow it. Okay, he yeah, will, I will okay. have allowed it. Okay, okay well, I mean, I thought, I thought, yeah, sorry. Then I'm not. <laughs> but if I get here, I, uh, obviously. No, I think that I probably, because yeah. I don't 100% trust Kane, I would have wanted them to hear the conversation. Okay. And so Kane, kind of, you can sense through the Trump, um, you know, a bow in respect, and he says, Prince Tycho, this is an unexpected surprise. And... Is the Princess Sorrel there also with you? I understand you are often together. I hear. Tycho, Sorrel, this is our Uncle Kane. I am all told met. by Cassandra that you have all walked a pattern. Not the pattern in Amber, but one outside of it. Which infers or implies that you have recovered your memories and recovered your recollection of Amber. Except for Sorrel, yes. Oh. Sorrel did not walk the pattern. You did not walk the pa pattern. May I ask why? Sorrel, if you wish to It seems like him. such an obvious she wasn't with us at the time we got to the pattern we i'd like to hear sorrel's account if you don't mind cassandra okay well 
She, it's up to her to tell her story. It's her story. If she doesn't want to tell you, she doesn't have to. She doesn't have an agreement with I... you. You are a skilled orator, Cassandra. <laughs> I will not dispute those facts. But again, I would ask, first, let me extend my relief and my pleasure to hear your voices again whole and to know that you are in good company with the Princess Cassandra. And from what I hear, you are having a interesting time out there in shadow. Did Cassandra offer up the nature of her relationship and agreement with me? I don't think she's spoken much of it. Well, you are not bound by the same agreement for... I probably would have mentioned it. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I did mention it. Yeah. No, no, I she... think you probably did, but Zora's playing it close to her chest. Yeah. Got, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, especially since I am not there to be faced to face to you know greet you and uh, see you again um, I believe we will have to settle for this form of communication at the moment um, and let's let's say you heard all the exchange that he offered on his side yeah. about the state of things in amber okay if I may ask what are your plans from here and Cassandra, I was absolutely earnest in that I do not wish or rather dare not direct your choices. We are currently trying to decide our next path. We have not yet come to that decision. What are your options? Well, you already... There's... there's a, Recovering Astrid, finding out what she's doing. There is going after Sigrun and finding out what she's doing. There is finding Corwin to see what he's doing. There's finding um, what was what was our cousin's name? Who's Gideon? Yeah, there's Alain. finding Alain. There's finding Alain ah. to find out what he's up to, and there's finding Oberon to see if he's still alive. Those are our options, but we have not yet chosen a path. Ico and I also need to speak to our mother at some point. And apparently there's going to see Queen Moira. I see. I would like to inquire whether a visit to our own homeland would be wise at this point. Do you have the means by which to transport and bypass the forces that are clearly surrounding it in shadow? I believe so. Then as long as you believe that you can not be waylaid by said forces, then you are Amberites. You have power. It's Amberites I'm worried about. Will King Eric interfere if I should want to visit uh, the underwater court? I see. Eric King is quite 
stretched at the moment in his attentions. As I was telling Cassandra, our every vigilance is focused on defense and preventing further penetration into the circle. I believe that we are at an impasse, but I do not know how much longer that can be sustained. What would be your intentions in visiting the Queen? They're merely personal. She is their mother. I understand. More than you realize. Very well. If that is the path that you do choose, I wish you luck and warn you, it will not be an easy path unless you have a distinct way in. Lord Gerard has solid command of His Majesty's Navy and is effectively blockading the outer reach of the Rebma Sea. If your mother is as vigilant as I know her to be, she will have her own protections and wards that will prevent incursion from underwater as well. So I do believe that you can make it through and I would also hazard a guess that Lord Gerard is the least of us to play politics. I hope that gives you a sense of what may or may not be possible. Something to think about, certainly. Yes. We have a lot to think about. Now, before we move on, there is the question that did not go answered about your decision, Sorrel, to not walk the pattern. I do remain intensely curious about... Well, that wasn't a decision of mine. I merely uh, got lost in shadow momentarily. Our pattern walking abilities are were not what they should be. It is difficult... But I suppose you are not imbued with the pattern itself, which means that your being waylaid is not something that you could have directly controlled, correct? Precisely. Which implies there is another agent or agents that may be trying to interfere in your acquisition of knowledge. Is that a fair assessment? I should say so. There are a number of parties that would try and stop us. But why you specifically? Why not your brother? Why not Astrid? Why not Cassandra? That is an interesting question. It could be that it was just my bad luck to not be able to prevent it, or it could be that I was targeted. But I have no particular reason to have been, as far as I know. You have the reason of your blood. That alone is a factor that can move armies and shift destinies 
do not discount it. But the, what about me, as opposed to, as you say, Astrid or Tycho? Tycho especially. Indeed. Hence my curiosity. For I would have expected that the two of you would move as a unit, but it appears that your destinies are not as intertwined as one might hope to believe. Prince Tycho, do you have any theories, given your experience in walking the pattern while your sister has not? I don't think that it's quite so strange that we would have different experiences. We're not singular people at all. Please accept my apologies if I inferred that you were a collective unit. That is absolutely what I was not implying. <clears throat> but it is curious, do you not think, that your sister, possessed of the same heritage and background as you, is subject to manipulations, whereas you are not? I don't know if I would say we are not, only that perhaps the manipulations that that we are suffered are different. That is fair. Well, I think, Princess Sorrel, it is important that you be on your guard, as it appears that there will be other interested parties who wish to have an influence over your outcomes, shall we say. Thank you for the advice. I don't suppose that is entirely selfish. We are at war after all. Very well. Again, let me express my profound relief that you have recovered that which is your own, except for yourself, Sorrel. I hope that someday you can also claim your heritage. Now, Kane didn't give me his trump, right? No. So I have no way of contacting him. That's correct. Okay. But now I know what he feels like when he tries to connect with me. Assuming that he has no other ways to mask his presence? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anything else? No. It was a pleasure speaking with you again, Uncle Kane. And thank you for maintaining our agreement. No problem. Thank you for uh, allowing me to leave Amber. Now, I would be remiss if I did not also follow up on a matter of interest to the king himself, since it was directly requested of you, Cassandra. And I believe that was to either find the traitor Corwin. Yes. And I say that in the king's words. Mm-hmm. And also to bring your cousins back to swear fealty. Well, what shall I see, tell his majesty? As you can see, I have only found Tycho and Sorrel at the moment, so I cannot bring back the rest. Am I to communicate to his majesty that... That I'm still working on it. But you have two members of the court clearly with you and able to travel. Yeah, I'm waiting until I can get all of them together. 
let me convey on the king's munificent behalf that he remains eager to make the acquaintance of your cousins on an expedited basis, given the state of things in the nation. I can understand that, but we have a lot of things that we need to get done, so I can't do that and do the other things. I understand. Here I am only acting as the intermediary if you need me to pass on a message of fealty to his majesty. Sorrel and Tycho, would you like to do a message of fealty to King Eric? Oh, I'm afraid a message wouldn't be insufficient. There are ceremonies, there are certifications. Would you like to go to Amber to swear fealty to King Eric? As you know... As as you know, Uncle Kane, it is very difficult to get to Amber right now, so it would be very difficult to go through those ceremonies. My dear Cassandra, there is a saying, where there is a will, there is a way. But clearly there is no volition in this particular instance, so I will bid you all adieu until we speak next. Yes. Because I'm afraid if we go to Amber right now, we might not be able to get out. So we have a lot of things to consider, and going to Amber right now is not one of those. So, I understand your fealty to King Eric, but you said my fealty was to be to Amber, and that's what it is. Then I believe we understand each other. Yes. If I may say one more thing, Princess Sorrel... I believe your unique status makes you even further the subject of interest of many parties and many influence. So please consider that carefully as many will come bearing gifts, but their intents may not be so noble. I understand very well. I wish you a pleasant day. Till next time, Uncle Kane. Thank you. Merlin's like, who is that? That sounded interesting. Or, well... He couldn't hear it. He wasn't part okay. of it. So... That was Uncle Kane. Okay. Lovely. Yes, it was, it was a great conversation. Cassandra, weren't you saying just a little while ago that... You should be open and honest about, you know, facts and information. And here you are keeping me out of the loop of what could be a very interesting introduction. I didn't... You said you don't want people to know of your existence, so I didn't Actually, want him to... I stand corrected. Yep, yep, <laughs> no, that's good. I don't want to know anything. I la, felt la, that la, you, I can't hear it. If you were part of the Trump, he might be able to detect your presence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a good thing. Good thing. Okay, sorry. I take that back. <laughs> if you would like, no, next no, time I can no, include no. you. It's quite okay. I'm very happy to kind of lay low and just kind of, you know, sit here in the background. No problem at all. Anyway, I have an agreement with Uncle Kane. You seem to have a lot of agreements, Cassandra. So Are they like all signed in tri- triplicate and all that? No, there's no signatures. Involved. Oh, gentleman's ag- agreement? Kind of, did yes. you spit? No. No? Not even that? No. 
Okay, so you have an agreement, quote unquote, with Uncle Kane. With Uncle Kane, that we can stay out of Amber, and we are essentially providing him with information about what is happening outside of Amber. <gasps> so you're a spy. So he was That's asking amazing. what our plans were, but I didn't mention the Jewel of Judgment. And you didn't mention me, and which I is great. And I didn't mention you. And somehow he knew about Sigrun because I never told him about Sigrun. I think Uncle Kane knows okay. a lot. Okay. But anyway, King Eric may or may not know about Sigrun. I'm yeah, those are kind of yeah. two different propositions. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, you're one of Kane's operatives. Apparently, yes. That is so cool. <laughs> Do you have like a secret handshake or... No, he just contacts you me You got like a magical a pen that can kind of... This tra- was the first time he contacted me. Wow. That's exciting. He's the one who helped me get out of King Eric's uh, thumb when I went to oh, Amber. That kind of agreement, eh? Mm-hmm. Under duress. Well, you know, like pending duress. Well, yeah. So. All right. Okay, well. All right. Dual judgment. So Sigrun. We, yeah, so we have a few things that we can work on. <laughs> just a few things. Yeah, just okay, a few let things. me jot them down. Yeah. Priority? <laughs> okay, so we have the Jewel of Judgment. Check. And or Oberon. And or Oberon. Check. Uh, we have finding Sigrund and finding out what she's up to. Finding Astrid. Not check. And, and have no interest in the warrior finding Viking Astrid, chick. Finding Astrid and figuring out what she's up to. Finding Astrid. Ghost is on that. Yes, which is a ghost is already on that. And... Going to Redma, apparently. Going to Redma? Yeah. Okay, we didn't talk about this one. No, this is something that Tycho and Sorrel wants to do. Oh, okay. What, what else did I... There were six things. Hey, what? you're the boss, man. I don't I, know. I don't... No, I, as Karen, I am asking you <laughs> what else I had on my list. <laughs> um, maybe find Benedict? Oh, yeah, finding Benedict to help Amber out because they're desperate. Yeah. Um, oh, and figuring out a way how to stop chaos from overtaking Amber. Oh, just the little things. Yeah, just know, little just, things. Just little. None of these are hard. They're all super easy. All right. Well, then, I mean, hey, let's be easy planned. So what's yep. next? So if we find Benedict, he might be able to help us find Oberon. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, finding Corwin was the other one. Okay. Now, only one of these things... Gets me to the pattern. Am I not correct? Yes, the Jewel of Judgment. And you're looking for my help. Yes. Are you not? Yes. So, what is your suggestion on how we find the Jewel of Judgment? Because I believe that it should be our priority. But Sorrel and Tycho here want to go visit their mom. It's important to visit your mother. Okay, Tycho and Sorrel, what do you think our priority should be? I think our priority, as much as I would love to go see my mother post-haste so I can get various information to and from her, there is a pattern in Redma that I think it would be convenient to take our brother to. 
even before the acquisition of said jewel of judgment? No, once we yeah, get that the is the question, judgment. isn't it? I thought you were going to walk the Oh, hey, I'm all you. for like the expedited clause, you know, if there's like a little kind of workaround type of but thing. But I think what she's saying, Merlin, is that if we get the jewel of judgment, then we can go to Redma and there's a pattern for you to walk there. Is that what you were actually saying, Sorrel? Or is that what yes, Cassandra... Ah. See, I'm good at interpreting now, people. I would love to extend to you the benefit of the doubt and let you walk the pattern first. But, as you say, no one is trustworthy, even in our little alliance. And you would be right. I don't think there's really anything that I could offer that would sway things enough to say, hey, let's tilt the balance in that direction. All right. Well, does that make it easier to make a decision? I think we need to get the Jewel of Judgment first. Okay. Then you can walk the pattern, which will also take care of the Rebmo thing, too. The question is, how do we find Oberon and the Jewel of Judgment? Well, you guys, at least a lot of you, are empowered with the pattern. Alain was the other one I said. Oh, Alain. Yes. So, isn't it... I know it's kind of theoretical, and you know I've never really done it before, but can't you just go walking and find it? That's what I was in the process of doing when I found you. Interesting. So I am on the path to finding the Jewel Judgment. Apparently, yes. Wow. Okay, now... So you, maybe you're the key to finding it. Maybe I am. Maybe this is all just destined. Yes. That's pretty cool. Now... Sorrel, does he know that you haven't walked the pattern? I don't believe he knows. Who, Merlin? Merlin. Hmm. I don't think I've mentioned it. Yeah. He might be able to infer because that was what everybody else was doing while he and I were meeting, but... So this, you know, kind of neat, all-encompassing ability to shift shadow... I can't exactly do that. Okay. So are you bringing me along? I guess so, yeah. Okay. I mean, I do have Ghost. Ghost can do a little bit of scout work for us. But, you know, he, he can't locate something that he hasn't seen before. Right. Has, does Ghost have um, trumps of our uncle's? Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe so. Okay. Not that I need one right now, but it would be nice that if we needed to contact somebody, we could. Okay, got it. All right. Um, all right, well, you know, you guys are the shadow-shifting experts. Lead on, as they say. Okay, so... Yeah, so Tycho, you've actually seen the Jewel of Judgment, right? Have I? It was the eye of that, that monster that you guys fought. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wasn't it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, this is between me and... Okay, fine. Okay. That, that, that's fine. I, I, yeah. Because Merlin, if if you say that out loud... No, this is between, this is between Karen and Dwan. Oh, Karen and Dwan. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Are you talking about like the ones that we all fought? I wasn't there. Cassandra wasn't okay. there. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. 
So Cassandra has never actually seen the Jewel of Judgment, which may be why she took wasn't having much luck finding it because she didn't know what it looked like. Mm, could be, could be. So my suggestion is, Tycho, since you have seen the Jewel of Judgment, maybe you can lead us through shadow. Well, I'm actually going to refresh your memory. There are two people who actually may have touched or directly seen the Jewel of Judgment. I know Sorrel did. Sorrel? Yep. And Sigrun. Okay. Okay. This was in the big fight fight with that giant worm. But didn't Tycho see it? Tycho, did you actually see the Jewel of Judgment? Not sure of, because I know I was in the... I was stuck in its belly for a while. (laughs) But it was in the eye, so didn't he see the eye? He was stuck in the belly. But didn't you see the eye, the head of the The thing? one person who actually had her hands on it was Sorrel. But then Sorrel well, got controlled right. by Alain. Yes. And then Alain took the jewel. Right. Sigrun was trying to get the jewel. Right. So she saw it. Okay. But she didn't actually know. The only person who touched it, and trust me, I made very careful note of who has touched it, <laughs> okay. is Sorrel. Okay. Okay. So Sorrel. Interesting. Well, anyway, Cassandra wasn't there, so she Understand. wouldn't have. And so sorry. Wait. Sorrel just, and Tycho. Wait, 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 didn't you see the? Okay. The other thing that I want to be very clear. Okay. In Oberon's casket, there was eye patch, and there was maybe a glowing or a the, hint. Of, it was hidden by the eye precisely, patch. Precisely, and that's my point, right? No one touched or removed the eye patch or said, oh, that could be the jewel. No one did that. No, we okay. figured it out after. Precisely. Fiona right? essentially said, right. yes. So th- therefore, the only true person that like objectively has made contact with the, the, the Jewel of Judgment just so happens to be the person who cannot shift shadow and fight but it. <laughs> cannot that person share her thoughts with somebody who can? Yes, it's almost as if there was a magical psychic twin bond. Oh, yes. yeah. And, 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 and I, I was going to say, normally I don't think that would be possible without a complete like psychic takeover. Right? But in this case, because you're twins, gee, <laughs> it might work. It might not it might not work perfectly, especially since uh, 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 Sorrel, you're attuned to the broken pattern. So that might cause some issues along the way. But yeah, it could be feasible. It looks like our options are to try and impress what I know of the jewel on Tycho so that he can lead it, or for me to lead it, even though it's going to be through the broken bits. Are you guys discussing this with Merlin there? I think so. I don't I think, think we, we left. need to at least say something okay, in character. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So what you're saying, you're the only one who's actually seen the jewel, so Wow. And our only other option is to go it through the broken pattern? That doesn't sound fun at all. So far, it has been an adventure. But none of us have actually died yet. Well, bravo. (laughs) (laughs) It's either that or... uh... Not finding it at all. As they say, lead on, Macduff. <laughs> so, um, 
Shall we try you guys doing the twin psychic twin link first and see if that works? And then we can do the broken pattern if it doesn't. I think that's a fair series of steps. Okay. Tell me how you do this. Sorrel will offer her hand to her brother and concentrate on the image and feel of the jewel that she remembers from the well. You feel Tycho through the link, which strengthens with the second, and you feel your heart and your pulse beat as one. And a sharp edge slices into your collective palms, tightening on this jewel. And you feel, Tycho, through sorrow, that you feel the weight and the density of this artifact of energy and power swirl like a mandala in your right hand as you clutch it and you swear for a second that it spins in place and you feel the edges slice into your palm and you think or imagine or feel blood rivulets beginning to flow down your arms but then your you remember raising the jewel in all of its glory and brilliance and you see yourself reflected in its many facets and they all glint and glimmer and shine what do you do wait is that me I don't know. Who are you? Because <laughs> I thought you just said that I remember. I thought you said that the, the person who you're talking about remembers lifting the jewel. And so I never, since I never did that, I, I assumed you were talking to, <laughs> to, to Sorrel. So. You do. And it is so. <laughs> because you're in my head. It okay. is so clear in your head, in your mind. And you can see your reflection looking back at you in those many facets. And they glint from each side in glory and wonder. The intricacy and craftsmanship that has gone into each slice, each carve, each bevel and angle is almost a universe of creation into itself. And I ask you again, what do you do? fix my mind upon this memory and move towards a world that more resembles a shadow that more resembles this place and uh, so the I think there's a myriad of pictures of this this cave the cave that we fought um, the creature in and like there's rock and um, like close uh, wall um, and stalagmites and stalactites 
And as I step forward, um, the, the environment around me shifts to be less of, I, I think we were in a library or something like we were in. Not step, not shift, but rather slither and move and crash through the barriers. That feel of immensity and power and flow is so all-encompassing and you can feel the blood and the power pulse between your multiple hearts. And powerfully, your tail flows with you, smashing aside the walls with ease. And you smash and dive through the barrier, through the stone, through the sand, through the rock. And you explode upwards into another world. Where are you? Am I following him? I think so. I think you guys are following me because, um, so we are now in, I, I, that, that, uh, like a rocky room, uh, like that's within a cavern. Um, I think (laughs) you tell me, um, so I think we're in a, some place that is more cavern, like, um, perhaps maybe even inside because it, it like maybe we're not all the way there yet right so it's uh it's halfway between the like a building uh a place of civilization and a place of of abject wilderness and um and darkness and so the room that we are in is rough hewn and um, made of maybe like the ground is dirt packed, and um, and there are uh, the sconces here are guttering and going out, and we have to keep going because we have to keep going towards uh, this this the actual cave. And the light here, the the flames that are running along the wall, they kind of, um, they cast this reddish glow, this reddish shadow that is similar to the one of the the jewel and its facets that it sends out. And so I step towards one of those and step and, or, or I slither towards one of those. I crawl, I stalk. And you slide through. No longer do you feel that the jewel is grasped within your hands. The hands do not exist. They have become part of your body. And the flames, the flames that you feel, the flames that you see, they are irrelevant. They are meaningless. They have no purpose while you move your body powerfully through the sand. But you keep on mentioning we. Who is we? What is we? As you stand between the threshold between wilderness and civilization, 
Your tongue flickers out and you taste the wild. All around you are prey and beings that emanate heat and coldness and degrees of shadow. But there is no we. What is we? We is... We is Tycho and Sorrel and Cassandra. And, and you know, even <laughs> even in other days, Merlin, <laughs> I think. How could this be when you are a powerful entity that flows through space and time? What is this Cassandra? What is this Merlin? These figments, their taste is not prevalent on the wind. They are not there before you. Vast, and they contain multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you wish to go? Multitudes to spread yourself out? Or do you wish to concentrate yourself within, maintain the integrity of your identity and purpose? I think I want to continue to, towards my goal. The goal is to find um, what this jewel, the jewel that I have held in my hands before, um, almost as if it was a dream. Even as you consider that dream, even as you consider that memory, that moment, anger washes throughout your being and suffuses throughout you and you feel yourself unleashing your boundless immense coils screaming into the abyss and the world and the lava all around you and you feel the light pulse of that ruby energy and you remember it being ripped and taken from you a hand of power, of extension, of pattern dug into your being, carved into your eye, your heart, your soul, and ripped it out. What do you want to do? You can smell it. You can taste it flow and All you need to do is become that which you are, the primordial self, the primordial source of power and chaos. And you will find your prey. He is so close, so close. What do you do? And that is a question for both Sorrel and Tycho. And Cassandra. Yes. You are pulled along. And you also are holding contact onto Merlin. Okay. Who 
his eyes are wide-eyed and looking about. And you feel the universe sort of fold and collapse and twist like a kaleidoscope around you. And it is all you can even do to just get a sense of inertia and where you are. And you feel yourself almost being pulled around like your body is twisting and stretching. And you are no longer like fixed to the ground, but there's a part of you that is fixed to the place that you were and you feel now that your whole form is actually being stretched like a rubber band and it's being pulled and distorted and as you kind of flow through this time and space you remain anchored to this other spot this other entity or person it is weighing you down and just you know is it merlin that's weighing me down do you choose to like eat all it's everything you can do is just hold on to whatever force is bringing you along with them and ripping you throughout the cosmos and you feel continue to be stretched and pulled do you wish to concentrate on identifying what this is or are you going to get rid of whatever this weight that is just pulling you down and down and stretching you i'm gonna get rid of the weight how i let go of well is it something in my mind that's holding me there or is it a physical thing? You feel something. It is a heat concentrated around your extremity, which is stretched out across multiple dimensions. A tendril of black energy tightening and squeezing against your lower point of contact and it is digging and slicing and wrapping itself around you and it's beginning to burn and bleed what do you do i um i don't so it's a tendril so i don't know what's causing it Uh, it's holding you back and you are being stretched and it is all you can do to hold on soon your body is going to expand past the breaking point knife and i'm gonna cut it knife is your knife empowered by anything? It bounces off and your knife, in fact, shatters into a million pieces that tinkle and reflect like stars wrapping and swirling around into the multiverse. It did not do it and it's still pulling and it's continuing to stretch and pull and burn. I'm like, help! <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> Sorrel, you feel this pulse of what you are surprised to understand as panic and confusion. You can feel yourself stretched and joined along with Tycho as he moves both of you through space and time and intent and energy. But there is another presence that is reaching out to you in supplication and in panic. And you feel that that is Cassandra reaching out and screaming out for you. What do you do? I'm going to reach back and pull Cassandra close to me. Tycho, something is slowing your progress. Something is blocking your prey. Your tongue flickers out maddeningly in multiple directions. Your nostrils flare as you intake all of the breath, all the particulates, all the energy, and you can sense the trail just stretching and growing thinner. Whatever it is it is doing, it imposes this 
cloud of darkness which seems to slice through your senses and obscure it like a gas made out of foul stench and smoke that is toying with your ability to sense it, to, to taste it. It is slowing you down. What do you do? I surround to find the thing that is slowing me down. Trying to find the obstacle that is keeping me way there in, is in one spot <laughs> a presence that is holding on to you grasped even though it is like a parasite an infinitesimal lamprey being stretched it seems to be attached to your skin your integument it is burrowed beneath one of your scales and you realize now why you didn't notice it it was an ant it was an insignificant presence just leeching away surviving and eking out a meager existence off of the leavings that come from your glorious primordial body but you can see that it has its tendrils and its hooks into you as they kind of grab and send feelers and infiltrators and razor sharp teeth that dig in and begin to suck your blood from you you can feel it taking yourself taking your energy taking your vitality and it stretches and it stretches. It is holding you in place. It is preventing you from your objective. What do you do? Push off and continue to move, hoping that moving will allow me to to um, to eventually break free of this this uh, corruption this thing that quests and festers and burrows with beneath my flesh it I continue is to move an infection a parasite an invader foul and not welcome you marshal within your blood emboldened and empowered by your energy and the pattern and the power that flows into it you command your very blood vessels they could become anything they could go and attack the site of infestation and invasion it could become as you say multitudes to break out and flow over staunch the wound get rid of this malignant tumor sorrel what do you do do I still sense uh, panic and confusion? No, but you sense this lesser worm, this lesser thing, this entrail, this parasite trying to cling off and feed off of your immensity, feed off of your purity. It is attached so weakly to you, stretching, holding you in place. But it is nothing. It is insignificant. And it is weak, crying out for help. Why does a lesser being even bother screaming into the universe as if it is of significance like you? Why do you even bother with such a thing? 
isn't it beneath you? What sorrel do you do? I'm thinking. I'm not quiet because I'm cut off. I'm quiet because I'm. uh, It's like shit, shit. What do I do? It's like the parasite is Cassandra. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) It is beneath me, but I am strong but benevolent, and I am going to allow it to bask in my presence. As I seek my prey. What is benevolence? You are a primal force. These concepts of goodness and morality, they mean nothing. You are a power into the universe in of itself. Why do you need to indulge in these concepts, these ideas, charity, compassion, empathy, assistance, what are they to you? When you have breathed in the beginnings of the universe, when you have broken away and laid birth to entire galaxies and star systems, where your very breath and leavings are the planets themselves, why do you care? Cassandra. Yes. You call to help and nothing is responding to you, at least not at the moment. You feel lost in this space and it's like your eyes are kind of starting to pull and stretch and your eyeball starts moving out in like, a, you know, like like dough or, or cheese being pulled and stretching and you begin to see like the colors are no longer cohering together and they're kind of blending and yet you can still feel that thing pulling at you and slicing and now your your toes and, and your, your feet, they begin to separate and they're like being squeezed together. The universe does not care. It does not listen to you. Who were you to think that you, Cassandra of Amber, could have an impact that you were so foolish to think that you were able to master reality, to influence probability, when you have been stretched so thin, so thin that you're losing the sense of who and what you are. I'm going to take steps forward to bring my body back together and I'm going to be strong. I am not stretched thin. I am myself. I am going to be where I should, where Tycho and Sorrel are. But where is that? Where are you going? If I'm, you are to walk and you are to take steps in active agency in where you want to be, tell me where you are going. I am going where Tycho is going. I'm following him. Tycho, you don't really sense him anymore. Okay, Sorrel. Do I sense Sorrel? You sense the... What do I sense? Do you open yourself to its contact? Yes. Ooh. Tycho, what are you doing? Um, I'm 
did you ever tell me what was the result of moving away from the infection? Oh, moving away from... Uh, you're right. I didn't necessarily do that. Okay. So in fact, it continues to fester and to grow. It is not. And in fact, it is becoming more substantial now. Almost feeding from your blood has given it nurture and sustenance and empowered it. And it is now actually started to kind of take on some of the elements of your presence and your power and you can feel your scales beginning to slip and to merge almost as if it's buried itself deep beneath your armored bulky form and become part of you. And it is, in fact, it seems to be growing and multiplying and it's becoming part of your presence and you can feel... It's not weak. It is, in fact, powerful. And it threatens to take away your will, to take away your guidance. And you no longer feel, in fact, there's only the slightest hint of that which you pursue because this thing has now changed the way you taste. And you are no longer able to taste around you and you are seeing glints of light that sear into your brain and you are seeing them for the first time with a vision that you have never had before. And in your right eye, there is just emptiness of your socket and the pulsing of ruby red blood energy that just drains away. Your momentum has stopped and is slowing and you have lost or are are losing. You're about to lose your quarry. You have to deal with this presence. Otherwise, it is going to change and transform you. But you have the will. You have it within you to become something else if that was what you want. Well, I do have the nature of a serpent. So I think it's time to shed my skin and leave behind the old one um, to push off the old, crusty, um, you know, diseased uh, skin and those scales and to to step out with a new and um, fresh... uh, Baby skin. (laughs) Baby skin. (laughs) Sorrel, the pupa that emerges from the chrysalis is transformed and born again, possessed with a vitality and strength as it discards the old husk that once covered its lesser form, but no longer reveals and, and has its former glory and that which is born anew like the phoenix rising from the ashes is transformed into something bright beautiful and vibrant what are you now we are something beyond a mere serpent wait what is we who is we what is that as you emerge does the serpent have two heads As it emerges from its shed skin. Maybe that is the bulge that was 
problematic all the while. Maybe that is the growth of the tumor becoming something else. Another mind, another presence, another identity grows within you and looks about. And in that moment of potential and possibility, if that's what you want, Sorrel, but it has to be what you want, not what we want. Yes. Thoral will become we again. Okay. What is the manifestation of we? And let me ask now, there are three distinct forms and identities in this passage, in this transformation. There is one that still anchors you maddingly, Cassandra, <laughs> pulling and stretching like a gnat so far away in infinitesimal, sorry, in infinite stretch beyond your presence. But you possess power and identity in this space. Sorrel as do you, Tycho as do you. The three heads of the Hydra burst from the chrysalis, becoming all their own and flowing new aborn into the universe. But how does the Hydra know which way to go when it has three heads, three brains? <laughs> We're all moving toward the same goal, so... <laughs> Is that true? Cassandra, where are you going? Where does your head lead? What is the color of your head? What is the... It's blue. It is blue. Does it glint metallic or is it... it would, yes, it would be metallic blue. Yes, and is such with a... With silver hints. Yeah, and, and, and it is so elegant and disciplined and whip-like abilities and definitely wants to rise above and make sure that it has the highest point to see beyond these other heads that are below you they are not of the same caliber they are heavy fleshless things not the cerebral energy of the mind that is you it is your vision and power that should control, should be the master mind, should determine your fate and destiny. <laughs> Cassandra, where do you go? I want to go to the Jewel of Judgment. So if that's where the Hydra's going, that's where, where we go. Where is the Jewel of Judgment? We don't know. Sorrel, you have, against all probability, become we become multitudes, become different, and another presence, cerebral, and without substance, seems to extend ghost and spirit-like above you, as if it has the presumption to be able to direct your movements. When you have always been the mother of dragons, that which is the primordial worm. These other pretenders, 
they cannot determine what you do. And you scent chaos. You feel it in your blood and in your bones. And you are flowing fast towards it, to your point of origin. And you could, with one flick of your tail, steer you to a different place. And you seek out that which sustains you. You are not concerned with these other things. But chaos, the abyss calls you. Like a warm bath to a tired body, you wish to slither home. What do you do? Where do you go? I want to go home, but I also want to find that insignificant insect that took something from me. So I will focus on finding and getting my revenge or daring take something from me. And Tycho, this moment seems to coalesce into converge. And perhaps miracles beyond miracles, you sense that the three heads move as one. And once again, you taste your quarry, trying to flee, trying to lay in front of it traps and positioning that would block, but it cannot block you. That's right. I move forward. Um, I strike with serpent speed and um, and with like reflexes that are are born of of being built from one massive muscle and one instinct and one will. And I move toward uh, this this eye. The, the 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 jewel of judgment. You smash through the first barrier like glass. It shears aside. Smash through another, which is rock and obsidian. Still that glass-like substance. You smash through another, like a mountain that is, you know, before you of immovable rock and smash right through your muscle, your reflexes, your power just kind of goes. And then all of you see on the horizon, that point at where all things and visions converge, there is a point of brilliant white light and energy that expands from that eternity beyond the infinity, but you can see it so focused on the event horizon. And as you move with speed through the universe, feeling planets and moments and possibility and histories glide by you, you are focused on this one point, which grows brighter and bigger and more powerful. Cassandra, you feel a connection or some sort of great power or presence, and it it is flowing from that point and gaining in radiance. And as you can kind of see it, Sorrel, you kind of have a sense of that as well. And Tycho, I mean, it's going towards your direction. What do you guys do? You are getting closer. It is getting closer. You are converging closer. Is this like closer. a thing that it's coming towards us or is it something that's... It is more that you are moving towards it. It is in a fixed position and as you go faster and faster and more well, we direct... Keep going. Okay, you go. Do you gather speed? Are you trying to get there faster? Yes. 
there's an urge for we to gather even more steam, even more energy. You feel the third head coil and energy crackles around the serpent's form and you now have like this burst of extra speed. Do you take it? Are you of one will? I hear one. Are you of one will? Yes. Yes. And... It's almost like hyperspace kind of unfolding in front of you, like these little stars and bits of light that kind of bend and streak and, you know, turn around you. And you can see everything start to come towards this point and it is growing bigger and bigger and brighter. It's now almost burningly like like white incandescent, you know, very, very powerful. And you're about to strike. Keep going. All of you. I guess so. (laughs) You slam into an immovable object as you, that which had infinite motion, and your world becomes glass, heat, and light. And with that, we will close today's session. <laughs> okay, we're still alive though, right? I don't know. <laughs> you can only hope. <laughs> ah, so that's what I do with uh, two missing players <laughs> and a change in plans. <laughs> was that completely unplanned? Oh God, yes. That was. There was nothing planned there whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just like, oh great, we're the worm that you guys fought. <laughs> or you guys were the worm, somehow I became part of the worm. <laughs> well, that was interesting. I was really hoping we were going to go Hydra, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Mission like, accomplished. That it is Hydra, but like the word got dropped and that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering yeah. if Merlin well, so is part of this or not. Cassandra is in fact um, part of that, but okay. Yeah, was Merlin part of this? I don't know. <laughs> now, um, I will say, Katie said she wouldn't be able to make December, so I don't know what's going to happen there. But, you know, luckily, you guys are all together in some, well, maybe, I don't know where you guys are. but We're we, Hydra. We definitely, I said, we are Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We are we. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. <laughs> oh. maybe, ne- maybe next time Sarah will be here and we can do the Wonderland thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sarah's yeah. going to be like, what? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> can Alpha's game possibly get any weirder? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. Yes, it can. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was incredible (laughs) amounts of fun for me. Yep, that was a lot of fun. Oh, wow.